Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. This is episode number 54. We have now published as many episodes of this podcast as there are milligrams of caffeine in Mountain Dew without any of the side effects. We are the podcast about bad books, movies, and television. And today we are talking about the second part of Eat, Pray, Love by Elizabeth Gilbert. You can read along with us for free by going to audiblepodcast.com slash weep, and you get a free book by signing up for a trial there. Let me introduce you to today's panel. It was a very special panel today. First of all, he's an absentee spiritual leader who owns a small farm in India that Americans flock to. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ezra. Don't worry. All of my Americans are free-range. Uh, they are organically fed. <laughs> Vegetarian fed, yeah. <laughs> they are, aren't they? Also joining us today, he's an Irish farmer poet who will know how to sneak you on the roof and use that power only for good. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris. <laughs> no, I haven't snuck any little boys up to the roof. <laughs> uh, also joining us today, she's gone to India on a spiritual quest to invent a religion based on whatever appeals to her from a variety of cultures. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Kate back to the program. Some people are like one thing, but oh my god, other people are like another. <laughs> totally are. Also, of course, I'm your host. I'm a wisecracking former junkie here to show you that, that you don't need to be smart to be enlightened. My name is Alex from Texas. <laughs> hey, Alex from Texas. Hey, guys. All right, Chris, uh, before we talk about the book anymore, we need you to summarize. So I'm going to give you 45 seconds to summarize this book with an Indian accent. Oh, God. Oh, God, I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> if it helps, you could you could interpret it as Native American. You can do that one. I can't do any. I can't do any accents. Okay, three, two, one. This is the story of uh, Elizabeth, and she goes to India, and she needs to study with uh, Swamiji's guru, uh, guru who, who has uh, an ashram in, in rural India. Anyway, she goes and she hates it. And she hates it some more. And she talks too much and is dumb. And then at the last minute, she has a spiritual re- realization. And everything's good. Um, and that's the book. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds nothing like you're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for the uh, first half of our compliment sandwich. We always like to start and end with a compliment, so it feels fair. Kate, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the major compliment round. What do you prefer? Oh, last, of course. Oh, okay. It's all yours. Chris, it is your turn to go first, then. Okay, so my compliment is that Elizabeth Gilbert is very good at picking up feelings of Civil War injuries. And what I mean by this <laughs> is that she runs into a plumber poet who says divorce is like amputation and elizabeth is on to this wisdom already she goes well that would explain the strange amputation feelings i've been having all the time <laughs> done <laughs> i think she probably followed up with you know not being called after a first date is kind of like the racism that uh black soldiers felt uh, when fighting with the rest of the Union Army. Also, the conflicting feelings you get, it's just like the people who lived in the dividing line between North and South who had to fight against their own brothers. Well done. And struggling to find your spiritual center is a lot like going blind from drinking moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Ezra, you get to decide whether you're going second or third, above or below four. Below. Uh, you were totally right. It is, you get to go th- second. <laughs> so you messed up, because like, <laughs> 
There were like way more numbers above, I think. I mean, there was no number. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Ezra, go. So, yeah, so I was a really big fan of Richard from Texas. Um, and I was trying to think, why? <laughs> why Why do I like him so much? I realized I actually already know this character. He's pretty much exactly the same person as Sawyer from Lost. Because he just... <laughs> He just gives a nickname to the to to the girl, uh, you know, groceries in this case, which I, I think is a pretty fun one in my in my opinion. And you know, talks in an accent, uh, has folksy wisdom, uh, used to be a junkie. I mean, we don't actually get his race, do we? I mean, he does seem like he's playing the role of the wise black friend. Yes. <laughs> Everyone needs a sassy black friend. <laughs> I also, I I mean, I wish I had complimented that because I am in general a, a big fan of giving derogatory nicknames to girls. As a girl, we love those. <laughs> God, Can we give Kate a nickname really quickly then, since she's a big fan of them? Sure. Do you, uh, do, you, do you worst? <laughs> Shingles. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellently done, Chris. Uh, nailed it. Let's move on. Are you here, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm going to go third then, I guess. Uh, so for my major compliment, at one point, Elizabeth is in the ashram, and she's miserable, and she thinks back to her time in Rome when she was eat- happily eating pastries and drinking cappuccinos and how much happier she was back then. And I was remembering how much happier I was when she was in Rome eating pastries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that was it for me. Shingles, you're up. All right. Um, well, judging, honestly, judging Eat, Pray, Love is a little like trying to take apart Jay Wow's new clothing line. You kind <laughs> of have to, you knew what you were getting into the moment. <laughs> it is perfect in its representation of a genre. It has a great aesthetic that I'm sure it was going for. If I had to guess the genre, it would be beach reading. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what I was going for. Self-indulgent memoir, also yeah. a close second. Like, yeah. like, look at that beach reading this book, that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm sick <laughs> of listening to this beach reading. Save book. it for the puns. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that uh, that brings us. We're done with the compliments. Now it is time for the insults. So today we have a very special game called Hate Lacrosse. Uh, we're all wearing hate padding, and we all went to rich, hate-filled high schools. <laughs> this is so accurate, actually. <laughs> God, I got my shin guards on, and my collar popped. Let's do it. <laughs> you don't wear shin guards, Chris. Shut up. I'm the goalie. <laughs> my parents moved to this suburb specifically so I could play hate lacrosse for this particular school. Nice. I got a scholarship, so I'm still kind of cool. I got street cred. <laughs> I'll start out. Shut up about your fucking divorce, Liz. The end. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be my, my hate uh, sweaty jockstrap. <laughs> okay. This is for, for getting my hopes up. So Swami G is uh, the guru of her guru, all right, the deceased uh, teacher, and uh, really got my hopes up for thinking that Swami G might be hanging out with Ali G, which would be pretty awesome. Yeah, oh, was hell pretty, yeah. I was yeah. very disappointed to learn that he was not a rapper. Yeah, right? And he did not tell me whether technology was whack or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yes, I've got a hate stick that I will bash into Ezra's and knock the ball away. <laughs> That's pretty close. No, yeah, that's, that's a yeah. thing, right? Good that's yeah, defense. Good. Totally good. <laughs> well okay, so this is for monks giving shitty advice, all right? 
she runs into this monk and she's like, hey, how come I can't meditate? How come, you know, this this one specific mantra is so hard for me? And he get, he tells her to keep doing it because if your body and your mind are rebelling against this thing, it means it's all the better for you. Is it wrong to pull your hand out of the hot stove? Is it wrong to pull the knife out of your arm? <laughs> all right. I think maybe. I understand the hot stove. How did the knife get in my arm? <laughs> Listen, the point is, if it sucks, don't do it. Am I on Hell's Kitchen? This is fucked up. <laughs> hey, if a knife in your arm is wrong, I don't want to be right, Chris. <laughs> all right. So uh, this is from... Uh, Girls hate lacrosse, so there's less contact on this one. But uh, and more skirts, yes, and more right, goggles. right, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, as a girl, I can't actually play any sports, of course, and I can't really understand them, and they're all very confusing. But right. um, I can certainly girl cheerlead, like hate cheerlead on the side, and, and make out with the hate lead player. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. For a person who spends so much time on navel-gazing, she hasn't really mastered the art of looking in the mirror. I want you to say more about that. It sounded more poetic and less funny. <laughs> well, it's it crosses the line between self-indulgent memoir to, like, completely unself-aware memoir. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> It's like listening to your roommate at a liberal arts college after co- they came back from a study abroad for the first time. <laughs> and she, she starts saying things like croissant and karaoke. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so much more done with her now that you've compared her to that. Yeah, and so all her stories start with, oh, that's so funny because actually when we were in India. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's another hate. She has a major life accomplishment sitting on a bench, not flinching while a million mosquitoes bite her, and she doesn't get malaria. That is actually a pretty good accomplishment. That whole section, I mean, it really reminded me of having an abusive relationship with God. (laughs) Like, oh, it hurts. It hurts. It actually, it hurts kind of good. And... And he loves me. And you guys just don't understand God the way I do. He, just, he doesn't mean to get angry. No, he wants he wants me to be happy. Yeah, he's really a sweet guy. He always apologizes afterwards and says it's, it's really never bad again. He's really he's just testing me. I mean, it's really my fault. I make him so angry sometimes. <laughs> and it didn't help that right afterwards she said something that made me like scare my roommate because I yelled at you so gr- like like so loud that uh, when she said I want God inside me. Yeah. She ah! said that. <laughs> I was like I was like huh. Not a hint of irony. Yeah, I I didn't even want to do anything with that joke. I was like, this is too easy. Send it back. Uh, Yeah. Um, I just want to bring something up. Um, (laughs) is this this a hate or is this an intervention? (laughs) Uh, this is a hate and a concern. (laughs) Um, So, uh, Liz Gilbert, when she first gets to the ashram, doesn't like. She says they were all chanting. But she doesn't like the word chanting because it sounds like something male druids would do. What's wrong with being a male druid? Yeah. My Diablo 2 character and I totally have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, and Stonehenge? Stonehenge is pretty sweet. All right. I don't I don't know what, what you built, Liz Gilbert, but it wasn't that. <laughs> you gave your house away to your husband. If you had built Stonehenge, you wouldn't have even fought for it in divorce court. <laughs> yeah, just it's like no. Take Stonehenge. Take the credit for Stonehenge. I don't care. Go ahead. I, I, that's how much I want to get away from you so that I can think about it and regret it for the rest of my life. 
I'd really like to see that episode of Judge Judy. All right, well, it is time uh, for another Read It and Weep debate. Today's debate topic, has Elizabeth Gilbert achieved true enlightenment during her stay at the ashram? Today, taking the side of no, she didn't, it's Chris. Yeah! What up? Did Chris's side be, oh, no, she didn't? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Indeed, it will be. Oh, no, she didn't! (laughs) All right, and I will be taking the side of, yes, she hella did. And uh, moderating today, Ezra and Shingles. That's not going away. (laughs) Three rounds. We each get three points and a chance to rebut. We also get one personal attack or amusing unrelated anecdote and any other categories as the judiciary feels pleases the court continue ezra find a way for us to decide who goes first um what number am i thinking of is it above four (laughs) it was above four kate gets to go first all right kate (laughs) decide who gets to go first chris likes fashion so i'm gonna go with chris hey on the side of no liz gilbert did not get spiritually enlightened by her stay in the ashram in India. I start with where things maybe began for her. First, she takes a look at brain activity scans in order to justify the idea of a soul being blue. This is false. Brain scans just measure electrical activity. They aren't really blue. And she's kind of a jackass about it. Uh, Rebuttal. Go ahead, Alex. Though you're second, you'll always be first in my heart. Color (laughs) is a measure of electromagnetic waves going through the sky, and thus they are able to have color. I I don't know. I don't. Next point. Counter. Okay, next point. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No double rebuttals. All right. My first point for the side of yes, she did. Listening to her read her book is just as hard for me as chanting 182 verses in Sanskrit is for her. So this could only be a ploy to teach me to medica- meditate, which means she must be enlightened. <laughs> it's an interesting Freudian slip there. I mean, if you think medication will help, go for it, man. Get through the book any way you can. <laughs> I'm taking it, but I really don't want to. Rebuttal. <laughs> Getting beaten with a rod is a good way not to open your mouth anymore, but it doesn't lead to enlightenment. Wait, objection, Chris, are you sure? Point goes to Alex. Oh! Damn it! All right. Uh, I'll, then I guess that means I go first in the second round? Sure. All right. Point number two. I would like to set Elizabeth Gilbert on fire, which would enlighten <laughs> the room. <laughs> huh. <laughs> huh. I mean... Counterpoint, so would I, but I, I don't point really... Point goes to Alex. <laughs> okay, fine. My point. Go. In order to justify the, her path to enlightenment, she half quotes R.E.M. She says, that's me in the corner, that's me in the so- spotlight, choosing my religion. And pop songs released in 1991 are not an excellent way to justify the fact that you're making shit up as you're going along. I gotta give a point to Chris for that, just because I don't like outdated... I don't know. I, pop culture references will never hold up in a book, so... So but, it looks 
It's like we're tied, bitches. Can I just say that Shingles and the Bitches is such a good band name? (laughs) (laughs) Shingles and the Bitches. Our first album is um, Enlightenment by Fire. Nice. Nice. I want to produce this now. All right, fans. (laughs) Fans, if this stays in the final cut of the episode, please go ahead and make this uh, album. That'd be nice. Okay. Thank me um, in the liner notes, please. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make my point. Um, Objection. I think the overrule. I'm glad somebody is. <laughs> Thank you, shingles. <laughs> or should I say, your shingles? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So, proof that Liz Gilbert does not achieve enlightenment at this ashram is the fullest expression of what she thinks is her enlightenment is she runs out through a field, her shoes go shippa, 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 and then she goes and full-on makes out with a eucalyptus tree. And then says, if they'd let me make out with every eucalyptus tree in the place, I'd do it. I just gotta say, ew. All right. All right, three-point rebuttal. First of all, was a good sound effect, and I would like to compliment you on it, Chris. Uh, number two, eucalyptus trees might get you high. Maybe she's a drug addict. And three, she's suggesting that they're prohibiting her from making out with some eucalyptus trees, but not that one. So for some reason, there's no fence around it to prevent people from making out with it, which means it's her right. Object- objection. Are you saying that anything there's not a fence around you can do? You can make out with it. I'm not saying you can fool around. I mean, this just, is just, not... just, just no matter what, though, if there's not a fence there, you can make out with it. If it's not a fence, you're allowed to make out with it. I think that's a rule. Most things don't have fences around them. There you go. Well, then the world is your oyster. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you make out with not living it up. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I gotta leave. Uh, back in five. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Do you have to leave? Uh, point to shingles (laughs) all right my third and final point the words enlightenment and nirvana have almost exactly the same meaning and just like nirvana's album nevermind liz's book drags in the middle therefore she's enlightened huh are you saying there's a problem with hold on i'm looking at the middle track of nevermind Territorial pissing, drain you. Yeah, all right, I'll give you that one. Boom! <laughs> I mean, so you're right about the album, but I don't think you're right about those two things are the same. <laughs> Actually, Wikipedia told me they were. He's wiki-sure, so I'm not sure what you can do here. <laughs> don't just be sure. Be wiki-sure. <laughs> Chris, edit his response. See if you can do that. Yeah, okay, I'm clicking edit here. Nirvana and enlightenment do not necessarily mean the same thing all the time. I'm going to have to submit. going to have to give it to Chris on this one now. Edit. Uh, failed to cite sources. And now this article has uh, been nominated for cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> well, our work here is done. Debate <laughs> <laughs> is over. That's it. Way to go, Judiciary. Just call it early. I want the insults. I, oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I don't really know if we've... we've got a clear winner for that point mm. oh okay so it's time for the uh personal yeah, insult round personal insult uh for a tie break okay i'm gonna go first chris we had to postpone the podcast because you had to get your hair cut tonight wait wait a minute is that why i'm up this late yes. on the east coast <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh alex you're gonna win this <laughs> 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 I'm the sauce peppermint. 
oil, shampoo and pears, cinnamon, aloe, natural for your hair, soap, lavender, soap, coconut conditioning, honey lather, blood flowing, love listening, motion lotion, breeze over the ocean, lovers, bath crystals, lover sponge scrubbers. I was actually playing a game earlier with somebody based on this book, and uh, it, it goes, it harks back to the mosquito thing, and we were uh. just trying to think of what other things in this moment that she could do to uh to sacrifice herself more to her god to uh i don't know improve that relationship in a way that obviously involves pain oh i got it yeah i got it six saltines in a minute (laughs) (laughs) that's really tough god would totally take note of that so what else did you guys come up with when you were playing what else could she do oh i don't know mostly it involved like having other things spider. We weren't very inventive. Komodo <laughs> dragons. Shingles, yeah, what was that giant thing in uh in Japan that was really scary that, that could kill you? Oh, Mukade. Yeah. Yeah. That? It's a giant poisonous centipede. Whoa. Yeah, that <laughs> thing sounds scary as fuck. That's some good yeah. words. Oh, you know what sounds even scarier? Space shark. Whoa. Oh my god. Whoa. Would it swim, fly, or somehow perambulate? Yeah, wait. Does the shark have, like, interstellar flight? Is that the thing? I, I just put two cool words together. I don't know. I mean, let's figure out what it means together. I think it's it amazing. It means he swims through the galaxy and never stops moving. Space shark. Space yeah. shark. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you made up the theme song. <laughs> you can always rely on Chris to sing the theme song, whether or not there is one. Oh. <laughs> uh. Wow, space shark. She got butt- yeah, bit by a space shark. That'd be pretty shitty. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you automatically get into heaven if you get bit by a space shark. <laughs> You're going to need a bigger space boat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I- I've heard that if you just punch space shark in his space nose, <laughs> you, have to, I- you have to open his like, glass thing you know, that's keeping the oxygen there and punch him right in the nose. I like how space shark's wearing a bubble helmet. <laughs> 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 he's trying to bite you, but really he's just ramming at you. He's <laughs> like, shit, ah, shit, maybe this time, shit. I picture him with a mustache. He looks classy. <laughs> <laughs> Mustaches are pretty classy. Oh my, I wish we had more fan art. I want people to draw a picture of Space Shark with a mustache and a bumble helmet trying to bite Elizabeth Gilbert <laughs> while she's praying. This you hear big. that, adoring public? Seriously, appease us. <laughs> I mean, they have their orders. They have to start a band and become artists. This is the most we've ever asked of our fan base. Well, it's about time. We give so much. <laughs> Speaking of things to a- ask the fan base, it's time for our Audible ad. So, Ezra, um, instead of doing an Audible ad today, um, I'm just going to use yeah. space for something that's totally unrelated. Okay. Uh, since uh, in the future, when this is airing, you will be married. I thought this was a good time to just give you your wedding present. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, so for your wedding, I uh, for this, I guess this is for you and Sarah. Um, uh-huh. I wanted to give you a free audiobook. Let me guess. You want me to go to uh, audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep and sign up for a, a free trial? It's just a formality. I mean, it's coming from me, but yes, okay. that would help. That's just um, to get the delivery email address ready. Yeah, and then I get to choose from, like, what, 72,000 titles? It's growing every day. It's hard to tell. Um, and you don't get to choose. You and Sarah get to choose. Uh, okay. If I can recommend something, I would recommend Committed 
the uh, Elizabeth Gilbert's brilliant sequel to her book about how much she hates <laughs> divorce, in which she gets married very quickly to somebody who doesn't deserve it. So, since someone doesn't deserve the suffering of being married to Elizabeth Gilbert? Nobody does. Not... <laughs> um, Alex, I'm just going to put it out there, All right, and you're, you're still a great friend, but mm-hmm. this is probably the single worst gift that I've ever gotten. For your wedding? No, just I mean, ever. Oh, for anything? <laughs> yeah. Wait, Ezra, yeah, you don't want to say anything yet. I mean, I'm going to send a gift to their wedding, so in the future, you may regret saying this. <laughs> I still have time. <laughs> I just want to point out, maybe you didn't, but Sarah registered for this. <laughs> for committed. Yes. Audible.com. Really, just send a check. All right, we have time for two quick things. Okay, uh, so I, Ezra, you did this last week, and yeah. it was so much fun that I want to make this a semi-regular segment, and I, so much so that I've come up with a name for it. Uh, instead of just the 30 seconds being nice to Alex, from now on, our no-judgment-pun section segment is going to be called a joke-off. So it is time for us to joke off. <laughs> is it called a circle joke? <laughs> If we all participate, but otherwise, if like Kate just wants to do one, she could just joke us all off really fast. Uh, I am not happy. You're not <laughs> 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 so, uh, so for today's, for today, I think what we're all going to joke off onto is, uh, as referenced earlier, the the former spiritual leader who's now dead, named Swami G, and uh, I think we should we should imagine Swami G's musical career where he a rap star. First, he comes out with with his uh, underground hit, "I'm So Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> it's to his mama. <laughs> he also uh, he recently went green and pledged that all uh, of his records would be produced using only energy from wind turbines. <sighs> oh. <laughs> That's no. That's not even like related to music anymore, right? I th- I thought the point of this was a no judgment joke off. <laughs> All right, I take it back. I Good job, Alex. Judge from joking off. I just can't. I think. Oh, I don't know. I think I walked into the wrong room for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want to see the the lots of lots of uh, judgment uh, joke off. You know, we we're just that like... later. That'll be a, a variations on a theme. Also, okay. <laughs> uh, you're lucky we're calling you Shingles uh, and not Cookie. Uh, ew. Yeah. Uh, really? Cookie. Really? Alex, Alex new? Yeah, Alex, you're Cookie now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he actually, he actually, I don't know if you know this, but he wrote uh, the, the band Swami G. He wrote the, the soundtrack to the famous Woody Allen movie, Henna and Her Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, the theme song to Dharma and Greg. Yeah. Ah, ah, nice. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Any more? Or have you all finished on top of me? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I can't really get it up. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cry in the corner like I do in most of these patients. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
give it up, bust you up. Uh, well, that brings us to the uh, the last part of our... No, that brings us to the other half of our compliment sandwich. So now we everybody gets to make a minor compliment, and that'll complete the sandwich. So, going in reverse order, Shingles, it is your turn. Okay, um, let me think about this for a minute. Um, hmm. I will say that the best description of the book comes from the author herself, mm-hmm. using um, great imagery... And I'm just going to tell you what it is. It's a, I wrote it down because it seemed very fitting. It was heavily shellacked despair. <laughs> <laughs> so continuing to go backwards, that makes it my turn, I think, right? Yeah. So uh, for my minor compliment, I have come around. We made fun of it last week, but I really do enjoy that every third of the book is broken into 36 sections um, because... I can do the math, and so it's like it's like etching the tally marks on the uh, jail cell wall. <laughs> it's just oh, only three more, and then I'm done. Only two more, and this is over. Yeah, oh, so seventy-one. I'm so close. You all know how I love a progress bar. I, I love that. <laughs> yeah, Ezra, that makes it your turn. Minor compliment us. Um, okay, Richard from Texas. Um, when he was a uh... Leaving and, and you know bidding farewell to to Liz Gilbert, he uh, he gets this. He said, "Yeah, my toenails never really did recover from Vietnam. Poor things." <laughs> uh, which really makes me wonder what his poor toenails had to do in Vietnam. You know, like what civilians they might have killed or um, oh. things they might have seen. I don't really know what. Like, the government where... made a lot of promises for what the toenails would get when they got home, and then just never came through with them. Yeah, people spat on the toenails, man. That's not fair. <laughs> The government may ha- may have covered up the different chemicals that were used on the toenails. <laughs> Agent Orange nail polish. <laughs> All right, Chris, it's time for your minor compliment. My minor compliment is... Oh, my God, I have two tiny minor compliments. One is also from about Richard from Texas. First thing he says is, They've got mosquitoes around here big enough to rape a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Is Which pretty is good. pretty good and also fucking scary, right? <laughs> Which ties into exactly what Elizabeth does when she realizes she's in India. She gets enlightenment and all of a sudden, it's a quote from the book, she goes, all of a sudden, I realize I'm in India. So the first thing she does after this enlightenment is take off running. If there are mosquitoes that big around, <laughs> good on her. <laughs> <laughs> if they do that to a chicken... <laughs> I like that in Texas, that's just, that's a, a height. You must be big enough to rape a chicken to ride this ride. <laughs> yeah, they're sort of like, maybe like they get out like, they get out like a chicken, uh, like a dog, and like a, a cow, and see like, you know, which one the mosquito rapes, and that's that's how you know, that's like the, that's like the gauge for the day. <laughs> well, Actually, I... definitely the most unsuccessful Coney Island ride out there. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the other way. It's, you must be this tall to rape the chicken. <laughs> Chris, was that the end of your? Was that both of your minor compliments? Yeah, that was it. It was it was the Richard from Texas and the running and the running. Oh, okay, perfect. Because because when yeah. you do two little compliments in the minor compliment section, those are called diminished thirds. I just want you to know that. Ugh. God, <laughs> this is the judgment pun time. God wants me to be what He wants me to be, as He doesn't want me to change. If I was an ashram, they'd give me some sort of pun job, because that's clearly what I'm good at. Or maybe they'd just put me in a Punjabi. Oh, oh my god! Themed! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
section of the night as always this time for infrequently asked questions also known as occasionally asked questions i haven't settled on a name because neither of them are very good mm. so chris uh, this is where chris and ezra and i answer questions from the facebook page facebook.com slash read and weep if you've got a question for us write it in and it'll take us six months to answer it chris <laughs> why don't you start out by reading us uh, another good question sure thing anna asks do you take turns paying for things or obtain them not as legally and is there some kind of tip fund we can contribute to outside of Audible? Uh, I'm going to take the second part first and the first part never. So <laughs> uh, there is not a tip uh, jar, of a tip fund you can contribute to yet, uh, but I'll make one because you've asked for it. <laughs> it would only take one tip to pay for the five minutes it would take to set one up, so yes, soon. <laughs> Democracy in action. <laughs> I love participation. Okay, moving okay. right along. Maggie asks, what would you do if a fan asked you out? Any one of you, no specific one. <laughs> I think we'd probably all be flattered and, you know, still be in long-term relationships that work for again. <laughs> like, I, I would say I'm still going to be married regardless of whether a fan asks me out. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. Also, it really matters who specifically. <laughs> if 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 a fan asked Chris or Ezra out and not me, I would take it personally. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if Alex doesn't get asked out, that's what's <laughs> so the podcast was end. I mean, if, if I mean, if someone asked me for a piece of advice, who they should ask out, I would I would say Chris. Oh, because you think Chris is Chris is definitely the boff of the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris is Chris is the eat of the three of us for sure. Wow. All right, I, I thank you. It's an honor. Uh, if you have any other questions for us, <laughs> infrequently or frequently asked, uh, put them on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash weep, and we'll try to answer them in one of these segments. That's it. Thank you so much for everybody for listening to Read It and Weep. We will be back again with you next week with the third third. It's time for love. That's right, Elizabeth Gilbert. <laughs> for love. Hey, I'm sorry you guys have to do that. But, you know, if there's if there's anything that you uh, you can take away from this section, it's that jumping out of a window is always an option. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you very much. And thank you for being here, Shingles. We really appreciated having you. Yes, Cookie. <laughs> Touche. Um, yeah, right. we can no longer plug Shingles' blog because someone made creepy comments on it and now ruined it for the public. <laughs> is that did that wait, is that true? That really happened? Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Um No, no, I'm pretty actually sure that it's the guy that tracked me down from my YouTube account. Oh, okay, so it, it may or may not have been our creepy No, fan. no. It may have been your own was... fan from way back when. <laughs> yeah, I was I've, I've been pretty enough for a while to have stalkers, so. Yeah, we're, we didn't we didn't you know shine a bigger spotlight on you really. I mean, I I I, w- I would be really interested to learn if we have creepy fans or not because our fans definitely prefer when we have female guests. I think our fans are mostly <laughs> creepy though to each other, so I think it's okay. Yeah, there has been a lot. I've noticed on the Facebook page our fans do hit on each other a lot, and by each other I mean one or two boys on every girl who's on the page. 
So there well, is some keep creep- it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Allison. Thank you as always for being here, Chris and Ez. Yeah, yeah, of course. Ezra, you uh, congratulations on being married. Thank you. And, yeah, uh, man. Enjoy your honeymoon. We're gonna have to record a couple of episodes without you, so we all wish you safe travels and uh, and a long and happy life together. Thank you. That that was totally heartfelt. Is there a yep. joke coming? Nope. That was it. That's all I have. That's I meant that. So anyway, we'll miss you in the show. Won't be as good without you, but we look forward to having you back when you are safely landed in Denmark. Denmark. Excellent. You'll have to give us a full report, and then we won't be able to air it because our fans might be too creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right, that's it. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. <sighs> Something